Slice Audio. Do, 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 do. song in my head that's a good ass cover sturgill does of uh mr larry gatling it's called all the gold in california in a bank in the middle of Beverly hills and some other houses bum, bum. what else did i hear that was good oh, i heard uh you know it's a good ass song link ray's rumble if you don't know that song you know you know it it's from a tarantino movie that's a badass dude, Link Ray. He was a Shawnee Indian, and if he wouldn't have been around, you might not have heard like bands like Aerosmith and Bruce Springsteen. He was original, like one of those original sounds of like rock and roll, where you'd get that first chunky guitar, you know, dun dun dun. That's 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 uh, Link Ray's Rumble. You should listen to that. Um. Just me. You want to start? Let's start. The Book of Murdoch Podcast. Um, Sunday. I'm technically cheating on sneaking an episode in for the week because I'm not getting it until the beginning of the next week, but I'll do one next week. Just, you know, I'm here. I'm here. God damn it. Giving up my Sunday for you people. Um, I did this morning. I went up and uh, you know how you have go have like the Sunday dinner with your family. I was up at my parents this morning. They had their Appalachian genetic visitors up from Alabama or wherever they're from. Ain't seen them in like fourteen years. I mean, it was nice. I'm not trying to make fun of them. They're just you know southern. And. I don't know what that had to do with anything, really. Why was I going to bring them up? Oh, yeah. it was. I should have brought them, you know, so they're from Alabama. A couple of things. I, they're so like, my, <laughs> my sister-in-law listens to the show. Hi, Chris. And I lean over and I go, Alabama man. And so, like, I like it. I'm slowly building a call and response bits for my family outings out of this podcast. That's nice. Um, I should have brought them. What did Houston have in his office today? It was it was Ego. This is a this is a product I didn't know exist. Um, Ego flavored. It's called Brunch in a Jar. It's it's Appalachian sipping cream. That have been insulting to them since they're from Alabama, which is not technically from. I mean, you know, it's all lumping you all into one. It's Ego. <clears throat> Ego sipping cream, Appalachian brunch in a jar, and it's like in a moonshine jar, and it and like I don't know what's it supposed to taste like. It's supposed it is Ego inspired eggnog liqueur that per- pairs perfectly with thick, thick and fluffy waffles to help grown-ups let go of the most chaotic time of the year, the holiday. Oh, so they're pitching this as like a, hey, you know how you hate your kids right after November sometime? And you can just sip this fucking pancake liquor out of a jar and you're going to feel better about yourself. I, sh- I, I, w- I should have gifted my relatives that, but did not. 
Um, okay, we're going to do a show here. I don't think I'm going to do the news. I suppose we could do the news. We'll maybe do the news. What do we do? What do we want to talk about? I saw this dude on a sidewalk the other day. Let's start here because I can't quit thinking about him. Like, all right, man. He uh, I'm I also, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody with a disability here, but I'm just I'm just telling you what I saw. It was a dude with an eye patch. And he was dressed kind of like, what would you call it? Like Peaky Blinder-y, you know? So he'd, he'd like have the, what's that's the, he had, he had the Peaky Blinder hat on at least. And, you know, tucked in collared shirt. He looked like he was on, the, he was an extra. And an eye patch, okay, right? And, and then he was walking down the sidewalk and he was reading a book, but like a thick ass, like a, got a, hard to hold it up, like a Bible ass big book just walking down the sidewalk right that's i time traveler i've heard from a few people suggest that perhaps time traveler he's a time traveler that makes more sense to me than just like douchey guy but also you know if i i'm trying to like you know if i had an eye patch uh, one of the I, you can see where like man man this eye patch people don't think I can read well enough you know what I should do everywhere I walk I'll just bring a Dickens novel and just read that some bitch down the sidewalk this is you know I can see it it's a lot of try though it's a lot of try the Peaky Blinders cap I suppose if you've got like you got to dress pretty business friendly if you have an eye patch right like you can't dress like you're you know. You know, you can't dress like the corner busker and have an eye patch. I, although suit and Peaky Blinders makes it look a little evil, you know what I mean? Like you, you know, you would you'd think you'd want to like put out a vibe of of approachability, and and if you put on that Peaky Blinder cap and dress up with like a vesty type suit, you look a little movie bad guy. Anyways, I thought maybe I made up the whole thing, and then I saw the dude, like, two days later, so he's, I know he's real. That guy needs a sip of Appalachian Sipping Cream, man. He needs, a, <laughs> needs, a, needs, a, needs a chill, chill out. Um, what else do we want to talk about here? I got to say, you know how everyone's talking about these Blue Zones thing? Like, it's a that's a Blue Zone thing? What's the, what's the, is that when you live to 100? Is that the technical? Must be, There's like a show on Netflix or something. Blue Zones are like areas where the most people live to 100. One of them is like Japan and one of them's in Italy somewhere and somewhere is at the Nicoya Peninsula. I used to I spent a lot of years wanting to live in the Nicoya Peninsula like the Malpais area. Um somewhere in Greece, doesn't matter. Anyways, I'm I think I'm out. <clears throat> I think I'm out. I think I I and I have a specific, you know what I mean, like it's a little bit like Facebook here. Okay, just give me a runway. This is going to make sense. You know, in the beginning of Facebook, you're like, look at this cool thing. You're on Facebook, right? You got to get a college address to get on it. And it's, you know, fuck your newspapers. It's social media, right? Like that was the vibe. And then eventually, like, Grandma P-Dub gets on Facebook and <laughs> gets her identity stolen three times. You're like, I don't know. This Facebook thing might not be cool anymore, right? Blue Zones. 
And let me tell you what did it. I got an email from my chiropractor. I Listen, anytime I start to get health advice from my chiropractor, and I like my chiropractor, he's a wonderful chiropractor, but like, you know, there's a lot of YouTube chiropractors telling people not to do this, that, or the other. And, it, you know, I just, until the chiropractors fix the shitty YouTube chiropractors, I'm done listening to medical advice from chiropractors outside of specifically chiropractors. And I got an email from my chiropractor about blue zones. And now I just assume it's total bullshit. <sighs> I don't even know what it, what is it, what is it, what is it, what do you got to do to be in a blue zone? It's not, a, I think you got to, do you got to live in a certain place? Blue zones are regions where people live longer than average. The concept is blah, blah, blah. What do you got to just, I need the elevator pitch. This is why it sounds like a pyramid scheme. What you, you always talk about it like I got to buy something. Because you can't, because if everybody moves to the, to the Nicoya Peninsula, it's going to fucking suck. Those are all places that do more yoga. I'm just going to say yoga. I got enough of a blue zone. Also, you know, that's purple enough. Oh, here's the thing. Okay. So you have a healthy, it's, it's three. Okay. Here's all the things. It's no smoking. Is that all smoking or is that just cigarettes? Plant heavy diet. Fine. I think if we would just go back to not, you know, like if you quit eating buffets as a country, that'd probably blue zone us enough. Social engagement and like, what do fucking beans have to do with it? I guess I eat a lot of beans as a person. I've always eaten a lot of beans. <gasps> this is why I think I'm going to live forever. I don't need blue zones. I was already living blue zones. And I hung out with my family today, begrudgingly. See? Family, no smoking, plant-heavy diet, moderate physical activity, social engagement, legumes. It seems like legumes is a hard one to get in at the meeting, right? Like... All right, everybody on board with social engagement. Check. Yeah. Constant, moderate physical activity. You bet. All right. Planned heavy diet. Damn right, I guess, kind of. No smoking. You know, you gotta get, that was a tough, probably a tough one to get on board. <laughs> but then somebody in the back's like, don't forget beans. Yeah, that's right, beans. Call them legumes so no one makes fart jokes. <sighs> okay, family, no smoking. Mostly check. I, mean, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Plant heavy diet. I feel like I eat a lot of salads. Can you? Does my? Does you know? I what do I drink in the in the in the in the morning when I scoop the green stuff into my into my protein powders? Is that is that good enough for plant heavy diet? Also, I eat salads like all the goddamn time. Constant and moderate physical activity, which can be anything. Social engagement, not social media engagement, but like you go see people. And beans. Fuck, that seems easy. Can you drink? Um, you'd think sun... Oh, sunshine's kind of on there. I'm still not going to watch this. Listen, I might get into this a little bit, but I'm certainly not going to do it through my chiropractor. I feel like I'm not going to... Listen, I can't. I can't get sucked into this. This is what happens. This is why everybody's talking about it. Like, it's a like it's a thing. It's going to lead to... That is nothing... Nothing in there is you, you buy. <laughs> In advertising, I'm looking for the angle. Um, I saw, I saw a billboard. It was a bill? It was a billboard, right? I saw a billboard for a thing, 
I mean, I got. I'm gonna listen, man. I'm. I'm. I've been historically on this show a little hard on like some of you Christians, right? Like some of you, not you Christians as you people. I've been hard on dipshits who just are using Christianity to act like they're not. But you know that leads to. I think you're a little hard. You know what I think is kind of smart. I drove by a billboard and it said uh, Singles Conference. I think their name is unfortunate, but you know. The church has never been great at branding things for a while. I mean, I mean, in the original sense of it all, that's how do you think you got everyone to be Christians? But anyways, I drove by a billboard called the uh, Singles Conference. You go to the Singles Conference, which I thought at first was a dumb name, but, but the cast brought me around on it kind of. Because it's not, you know, it, 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 they're trying to like, <laughs> this is, I'm oversimplifying a bunch of things here. But if you just think about the numbers of it all, the church right now, is trying to take advantage of young people being stressed the fuck out from COVID. And they don't know how to, you know, walk across the street and talk to a pretty person because that's terrifying, even an ugly person. And, like, and, and you know, so they're, like, trick you into their... <laughs> so, so, like, hey, fellas, you know how no one wants to give you an old-fashioned? If you come to this singles conference, maybe you'll meet somebody who put up with your bullshit. And, like, you know, they're going to get people coupled together. And it's not, you know, that's not my option, but, like... I guess it solves a problem. <laughs> Anyways, I was making fun of the word conference. Because if you know, it just sounds like a like the singles conference put on by the church sounds like something as a woman you'd go to if you never wanted to have an orgasm again. Just like in theory, right? But <laughs> but like, no, they turned me around on it kind of because there's like how do you, how to be on social media and like. How to, how to, I don't know, I don't, they, I can't remember the things that, you'd, I, that you could, but it was a conference of things, of a young, you know, how to be a young Christian and operate in the world and hold on to your faith. I thought it was kind of clever as a, as a bit. I thought the name was dumb. It needs, you know, needs a name that sounds kind of inviting. Singles conference sounds not that inviting. But like, you know, I guess whatever, you're 19, confused about the world. Don't listen to the crazy parts, right? Like, just, <laughs> there's a lot of shit you got to ignore, I think, at the singles conference, I would imagine. Because, like, if you're, you know, when you're young, you're 19, you get talked into a lot of ridiculous shit, right? Like, you you know, I've, I almost have a full-size Jack Kerouac tattoo on my back that I was going to put on a scroll. There are just things you can't do that you think are good when you're 20. You're just, they're stupid. That's right, on a scroll. During, and listen, you might think it's constant note, but I let me tell you, I had a pretentious phase. Yeah. Is this how this works? Yeah. Nope. It's time for how about... Not really breaking news with Dean. Listen, I barely want to be in here today, let alone prep. You'll get what you get. Uh, what's happening? I saw... Was there a was there a tsunami? This is what's fucked up a little bit about TikTok. There was a tsunami. Like, I was watching a, a video of it. And I didn't know if it was, like, news or if it was just, you know... Fucking old thing that was repackaged as news. No, I don't see anything about crazy tsunamis a libya there was a flood in libya i guess okay 
That's why you got to watch. I'm giving a, I'm trying to like bone up. I'm giving a speech on media competency and our, the, our, one of our U.S. House of Representatives asked me to speak on it. And I'm trying to study a little bit because, you know, you're 16 years old and you're just scrolling through and you don't really know what a tsunami is. And then you see coverage on it like it's it looked just like daily news, like it was just happening today. Like everyone's worried about that voice AI. Like, well, it's an AI where you just fake, like, hey, let's see what happened, and now you're going to be at war. Um, That's not my speech. <laughs> that's not the title of the speech I'm talking. I'm talking to, to high school kids, so it's not like that's what I'm going to lead with. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Okay, we're, what we're going to do? We're going to do the news. There is not a tsunami. There's your news. Um... Biden disapproval ratings hits highest mark. Yeah. Everybody in America can be Joe Biden, except for Donald Trump. That's what you gotta remember. Like if you're fighting with your Trumpy friends and you're tired about it, like just don't get don't don't get mad. You can't get mad. You just can't fight. You just everybody in America can be Joe Biden except for Donald Trump. They both need to go. Did you watch Mitt Romney give the most American fucking speech in the last twenty years? Go listen to Mitt Romney's retirement speech where he's not gonna run for Senate. Basically, he's like you know, I'll run and I'll win, but by the time I'm done, I'll be 87. Like, that doesn't make any sense. The people that should, are going to be alive should be making the decisions. And then he goes on to say, and it's not Trump and it's not Biden because they're both fucking bananas. So pick almost anybody else. Anybody else. Pick the homeless dude busking in the corner. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um. Okay. News, news, news. What is actually happening? <laughs> Boy, they're sure mad at that Fetterman dude for wearing sweatshirts. Is that what that's happening? Again, listen, you want to go to suits? Get rid of Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I'll wear whatever suits you want. Um, An October saltwater intrusion could threaten drinking water. In New Orleans, 36 million gallons of fresh water a day they're going to barge in. Yeah. <laughs> Saltwater intrusion. Sounds like something you're going to hear more and more over the next 20 years. Um, Rupert Murdoch. Speaking of old people. Retiring? That's nice. I mean, you know, Fox News can get better. No, can't get worse, you wouldn't think. Usher's going to headline the Super Bowl halftime show. I'd watch Usher. Usher sounds good. Usher probably bring a bunch of people. Usher's million songs, you know, can dance. I'd watch Usher. It was, it was, it was Prince, I think, is still the best. Man, you see that video of him playing that guitar in the rain? He's in them... Big ass Al Pacino heels, you know. That was just that was kick ass. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the, the one? Who's the one with the shark dancing? Katy Perry. I like that one. I don't know if everybody liked that one. I thought that one was pretty fun. I remember my job had to change when they did that Janet Jackson nipple thing. That changed everybody in broadcasting's lives. Like one day you're doing like normal bits and stuff, and then Janet Jackson. Showed her nip sudden, like everybody's everybody every uh, family for family families or whatever the fuck every group is called. They became they be had a voice. That's kind of how I was was one of their kind of big internet starts. Was that that thing? It was a nipple. Um, Expendables four. There was an Expendables four. Apparently, Expendables four flopped. 
with an $8.3 million debut. I gotta be honest, I didn't hang in with the uh, franchise of the Expendables. I mean, I get it, right? There's, there's, everybody's watching their 19 Fast and Furious movies. So, like, you just keep doing that. While these action guys are alive, you just keep making movies. Then a couple bomb, right? Then, then, then it's like, haha, they bombed. And then they come back. Maybe not Mel Gibson, though. Mel Gibson might be gone forever. Oh, he's in that. What's he's in that new Continental show? They apparently there ain't enough John Wick movies, so they made a TV show. I heard it sucked. I don't know. You guys tell me. I don't care about Mel Gibson one way or the other. You know. I don't. I don't feel. I was trying to decide, like, if I want to go down the list of actors that have been canceled that I would give another shot again. I did. I'll be honest. I listened to a couple hours of Kanye the other day. It's just he's so good. I don't. I don't pick up any Nazi sympath- sympathies along the way. I just, you know, a couple good records in there, fella. Uh, <laughs> um, boy, you'll just start admitting dumb shit when you're in a, in a go. Just go into a room by yourself and start talking. How long are we going here? Let's see, twenty-ish minutes or so. Just start yapping. Just start. Just start going. You're not talking to anybody in particular. Just imagine your fake audience, and just start seeing the dumb things you'll admit over time. Over 100 episodes of this. You'll admit some dumb shit over 100 episodes. Um, There's a story in The Guardian, speaking of admitting dumb shit, on, like, the the last bastion of super Trumpers are, like, digging in. Like, I like them even better now. Oof. That's a, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Uh, I don't want to talk about that kind of politics stuff. What else we got cooking? My boy learned. <laughs> so my one of my boys is buying a car. You know, and they're young. I remember what it was like to be young. Like, you don't know anything, right? And so I'm, I'm giving him a hand, and, like, it's the whole thing's my fault. I forgot to tell him, like, hey, man, when, you're coming, when it comes to car loans, what the car is valued at is worth. And, like, there's, you know, different things that will do that for you. Kelly Blue Book or NADA. Just, you know, the things you don't really know until you have to buy a car when you're a young man, right? And and all these are you know real privilege problems and like, <laughs> like he like we thought he thought he had his car but it didn't book enough for the bank to like give a loan on it or whatever, and I'm trying to explain this because like you know you, you know when you take mental ownership of a thing when you're young and you're like yes I want it now immediately and everything else sucks and it doesn't matter what logic dictates, you know it's just hard to go through that when you're young, and like. So I'm explaining what it, what it, what it books at, like you know, it's got a book at this and book at that. And he's like, "What fucking book? What is this? Capitalism sucks. This is why. These are why young. These are why there's so many young leftists. You know, he's never been more agitated at the at the man or the system when he's trying to get his first like real car loan. <laughs> oh man, it was kind of fun to be around a little. Hey man, I don't get it. And then, you know, God, it just looks so stressful to be 21, right? It just the thought of all of this is so daunting. And then while we're test driving cars, I feel kind of bad for him. He's just like, I just realized, how am I going to buy a house and stuff? Like, ah, you know, I, the, only, the only advice I knew how to give was like, well, that you're not going to buy a house tomorrow anyway. So that's not a current stress you have. So rather than just stressing out about things that aren't real, just, you know. Sun's going to rise tomorrow, homie. You're going to get a car loan. It's going to figure out. Maybe it's not going to be the one you want when you want it. But, like, you know, that's a good thing, too. 
Oh, capitalism's rigged. Like, yeah, I know, buddy. <laughs> um, and oh my goodness! And then he, the, you know, when you're young, when your children go, their their wings start flapping. He's gonna to go take a job in Tennessee. I don't think he's driven across the state, let alone around the country. I'm just starting to nail bite. Before I, I'm just doing the same thing. It's hard to follow your own advice. Um, boom, 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 boom. I have an interesting series of meetings coming up this week. I'm, I'm and on one day. I'm gonna go meet with some members of some Native American tribes, and then uh, and then directly after that, I'm you know gonna go help promote a rodeo. Got a real cowboys and Indians week coming up ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> me and I patch book dude gonna take in some fucking. All right. Um, there's one other thing I was going to do before I got out of here. Oh, I wish Dean was here. We came up with a good bit. Okay, so you know how every fall here, or if maybe you don't, every fall here, right around Thanksgiving, we have the mayor pardon a turkey, just like kind of the president does. Uh, and, you know, it's just a gag. It's not, it's not, it's not for reason other than to be fun. Whoever the mayor is pardons a turkey and it's a hoot, okay? So, <laughs> so like... We want to expand the bit. I'm interested in your in your take. You can, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down on Instagram, I guess would be the fastest way to let me know what you think of this. I think it'd be kind of funny, right? Okay, so you get two turkeys, right? And then the and then you have our the community here vote. Like, hey, which one pardons? Like which one which one lives, basically? And and then and then that turkey does what we normally do. So here, by, by the way, we, this isn't just a bit. Like this turkey goes. The current turkey lives in the. He lives on a wonderful little acreage south of town, he, and and he has a wonderful owner that takes care of him. He's got the life of a turkey. He just gets to hang out in the wild and get fed garden food. And so, like we really do pardon the turkey from a real turkey farm in Bear Butte Gardens. I want to do two of them, and then the community, like, hey man. Which one makes it? And then the one that makes it goes to the farm or the acreage. And the one that doesn't, we deep fry his ass in the parking lot. For like everyone, for the, for, you know, we have a, we have a little, we have a little staff happy hour. And like deep fry, Rob, Rob, Rob's Rob's already got the shit to deep fry the turkey. He thinks it's a great idea. I think also, and not in like a mean way. But like, you know, me, cheer me, you got to learn, it, you know, don't just show up at the grocery store in a thing. They, they start up walking around on the ground and shit. You got to respect for these animals. And I'd like to do that by allowing you, real bread and circus style, to fucking vote on which one's going to live. This is, you want to know how my brain works all day long. That's just what it is. Is like, how do we get some people to do some things? Because it'd be funny. And sometimes that worth that, that you know. It's a, everything's a bit. There was some hesitation from some of the staff that here of our wonderful home slicers and let's they, they could be right. I could be wrong that maybe that would be too much, but I don't think that's too much. I think that's, you know, a real little slice of life. We're not celebrating the death of a, it's not like we're going to chop his head off live on the thing, right? Like, we'll just, you just, you just get to watch the deep fry part and the sandwich part. But you'll know you had a role in it. <laughs> I kind of want the community to, like, watch it happen. And then after they vote, like, deep down they'll know, like, I sent that turkey to its grave. 
but I sent the other one to the farm. I just want to see how everyone does with it. All right. I'll see you next week. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone as Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. (laughs) So leave this goddamn piece in.